On this episode, we cover our five favorite games of all time and a little bit of Black Friday deals. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 23 of Diggity, the video game podcast. I'm your host, Jeff James. As always with me is the luscious, the bodacious, the crustaceous, the notorious, the lucious, the undenying, beautiful, luscious Brody. How are you? I, I'm, I'm good. It, it, it's kind of starting to get a little weird, man. It's getting long. It's getting long, a little strange, long. uncomfortable. That's all right. We'll roll with it. Ah, it is what it I'm is. I'm good. How are you, man? I'm great. You know what I'd be better from, if that makes sense, uh, if people follow us on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. <laughs> That's right. Follow us on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. You can also uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, all the great glorious platforms that podcasts are hosted on. You can follow us there and please subscribe to us. Uh, this episode of Diggity is brought to you by Audible as well. So today's podcast listeners can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash Diggity. That's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. You can get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or your MP3 player. And like the last episode, I recommend checking out Creativity Inc. It's an inside look as to Pixar and how they continue innovating, being, create, being creative, and also you know running a business at the same time, because business can be kind of bland, um, and it's kind of the insight as to how they focus on all those three pillars and how they've drive such success um, for all you business nerds out there, and also people who just like Pixar. I freaking love Pixar, so I don't know. I really don't know anybody who doesn't like Pixar. Like, no, I, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone that just straight shits on Pixar. I've never heard that. No, exactly. So uh, head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. It's for diggity listeners only. Uh, and you get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. Um, and like I said, over 180,000 titles to choose from. And uh, hey, they're books that read to you. Need I say more? <laughs> Are you going to say more anyway? No, nope, because that's the selling point. Um, uh, I've almost fulfilled my legal obligations. Uh, any words of wisdom from DJ Khaled this week? Okay, that's great. Awesome. Thank you, DJ Khaled. Uh, speaking of savings accounts, uh, let's just jump into Diggity Black Friday <laughs> deals. Um, I'm just going to go over a couple of quick ones. I picked a, a couple out, um, and they're mainly, honestly, just console stuff. I didn't really pick up. I, pick, I picked up one PC, one gaming laptop deal. But uh, these are kind of the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One deals that I found on the internet. So there's a PlayStation 4 Slim um, uh, with uh, Marvel Spider-Man Bundle. It's only $199. On, uh, available at Amazon, Target, Walmart, GameStop, and Best Buy. That's an unreal deal. It's $100 off. Um, great game to get started if you don't have a PlayStation. Um, and just a great price. I mean, $199, that's fantastic. Pisses me off oh, because yeah. these systems were all like $500 a couple years ago. But hey, that's what happens. Um, the Xbox One S 1 terabyte um, plus Minecraft bundle is also $199. Uh, available on Amazon, Target, Walmart, GameStop, and Best Buy. Um, that's Awesome. I mean, a one terabyte S is fantastic for 199. Let alone, um, you know, Minecraft is a great game. You know, not my favorite game, but hey, it's a bundle. And to get uh, Xbox One S one terabyte for 199 alone, again, awesome deal. Uh, the Nintendo Switch Mario Kart 8 bundle for 299. 
um, at Amazon, Target, Walmart, GameStop, and Best Buy. So that's $60 off. So pretty much you're getting the game for free. Um, there's a Nintendo 2, uh, 2DS um, with a Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS bundle. So you get a 2DS, but the games are fucking the 3DS. You can still use it on the 2DS. You just obviously won't have the 3DS features in it. Uh, that's only $79. Uh, available at Amazon, Target, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy. That's actually a really good deal because if you want to play some games um, on the 2DS that otherwise you didn't make the commitment for 3DS in the past, because there's a lot of great games on DS. I mean, that's a oh, yeah. that's a fantastic platform. That's actually, I think, kind of often overlooked by a lot of console gamers, to be honest with you. Um, so that's a great deal. It's 40 bucks off. Uh, so again, pretty much getting the game for free. That's awesome. And the Nintendo 2DS is, is a great little handheld to carry around and play some of those DS games that you otherwise might have missed out on. Uh, the Xbox One X is only $399 uh, at Amazon, Target, Walmart, and Best Buy. So that's $100 off the Xbox One X. Great deal on that. The PlayStation VR bundle that comes with Astrobot and Moss, which are two great games, is now only $199. And last episode, we talked about how it was being, you know, 300 bucks. That's yeah. one ninety nine now. It's available at Amazon, GameStop, Target, Walmart, Best Buy. That's a hundred bucks off. And there's also another PlayStation VR bundle uh, that has Rise to Glory and Super Hot um, with two PlayStation Move controllers um, in the bundle as well, which is something you never see anymore. Um, and that is for two hundred and fifty dollars. Available at GameStop, Newegg.com, Target, Best Buy, Walmart, and Amazon, and that's around about a hundred bucks off as well. And then the last thing I have is there's an Alienware uh, fifteen laptop uh, for fifteen hundred bucks, and that's four hundred and fifty dollars off. That's available on Dell.com. So there's kind of your your deals that I I found. Um, there's some, there's, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go through a couple of things. The Nintendo Switch Labo kits um, are two for ninety nine dollars at Best Buy. That's a great deal if you want to get into that. Uh, DualShock controllers and same with Xbox One controllers are like on sale everywhere for like forty bucks. So twenty bucks off, which is great if you need an extra controller. Like if you fucking threw it at the wall after playing Fallout seventy six. Uh, Mario and Rabbids <laughs> Kingdom Battle is only twenty dollars uh, at Best Buy. Rocket League twenty bucks. Uh, Skyrim. If you want to buy it for the tenth fucking time, that's thirty-five dollars at Walmart. Uh, that's fifteen bucks off. Great. Uh, on the PlayStation Store, Spider-Man is actually going to be on sale for thirty-nine dollars and fifty-nine cents. It's a huge deal there because that game, I mean, really just came out. Fallout seventy-six is only going to be thirty dollars at GameStop, and I'm still not buying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, same goes for uh, Fallout seventy-six on Xbox One as well as on PS4 um, at GameStop for thirty dollars. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, online service deals, I guess, is it like generally speaking, most of my shit renews in like the next month or two for yeah. like all my online services because I usually get stuff for Christmas. So Xbox Live Gold three or six months memberships are like fourteen ninety nine to twenty nine ninety nine at Best Buy. So 10 bucks off and you can get a PlayStation Plus 12 month membership for only $40 at Best Buy. So you save 20 bucks for the year. And uh, those are the deals that I shopped around for. And, uh, and and found you guys. So, uh, you know, don't be don't be hanging outside the Target at eight o'clock at night, going shit. Jeff didn't tell me a damn deal <laughs> this holiday season. Um, you know, while you're driving to uh, your mother-in-law's house that you hate so much, uh, and listening to Diggity, <laughs> there I saved you a ton of money. So there you go. Um, and uh, 
<laughs> with that, we'll go into the meat <laughs> of this episode. This episode is a little bit different because um, obviously it's a very slow season for video games or a slow week, sorry, for video games. Granted that, you know, obviously the holiday season here in the U.S. celebrating Thanksgiving um, this week uh, and this weekend. Um, so not much news went out. We know we, we think we know that Nintendo Direct is probably coming next week. Um, uh, as it was said that there's supposed to be another one coming in November. So, hey, probably do a mini show on that one later. But for now, the meat of this podcast is we're going to go through our top five favorite games um, from number five up to number one. Um, and a uh, little insight into this too. I have no idea what Brody's top five games are. and He has no idea what mine are. I don't know how the fuck we, we haven't discussed this yet, but hey. Yeah. And in <laughs> the years that we've been friends and whatnot, I mean, we've never actually talked about this. So this would be interesting because I think our lists are going to be drastically different. Oh, Absolutely. I I have a pretty good feeling you could probably guess my top one, but don't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it right now. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you that opportunity before I say it. But we'll, we'll just kind of bounce around, go back and forth. You know, uh, I'll let you start and tell me your number five, and yeah. then uh, and then I'll go with mine. So. And we'll give a reason. And I want this to also be something where this opens up a discussion of. Like if you're like if it's a like what the fuck Jeff like you chose that like definitely <laughs> definitely tell me why you think it's a why the fuck would I choose that yeah and I'll rebuttal I'll back it up so my number five are you ready somebody give me a drum roll DJ Khaled you got a drum roll I don't have a uh... is DJ is is he oh okay um <laughs> Super Mario Sunshine no shit number All five right. yeah right. yeah I'll tell you reasons why I thought it was incredible the mechanic in the game. With, um, with, you know, shooting water and cleaning shit up. Um, I'm OCD, so cleaning this stuff up was fantastic, um, yeah. even as a child. Um, I think the the plot of it was kind of neat. Um, there's a lot of mystery to it, unlike other Mario games. Um, just yeah. in, like, in, the, in the start of it, especially. Uh, finding a lot of the stars and stuff like that was very... like. I mean, there's really easy ones, but then there was some, you know, super... Uh, super difficult ones to find. Um, the town was really cool at the time, um, you know, t- to be in there. As well as, like, here's the thing. Mario Odyssey almost became my number five. But yep. I feel like the platforming in Super Mario Sunshine, like, they had those extra puzzles where you go into pipes and stuff like that. I thought it was a lot cooler. I also like the boss battles in Super Mario Sunshine. I felt like the ones in Odyssey were very repetitive mm-hmm. and just not as as cool. Um, but yeah, there's so many more hidden stuff. I think um, that you had to utilize, like the jetpack, like the water pack. Um, you had to use flow, um, you know, to the best uh, best ability. And I, for that number five, I mean, I played the shit out of that game, and that's kind of why I went through this list. Like my list is like comprised of okay, cool. So like I played it. Did I go back and play it again? Like that constitutes a really good game for me. Right. Or if it was, if there's a lot of replayability, like how many hours did I play into it? Because if it's not a good game, I'm not going to go back and play it. Right. So. Yeah, but yeah, that's my uh, number yeah, five. Man. That's a that's a good choice. I, I I love that game as well, but it did not. It's controversial. Make my list. I I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Some people like, hate it. Really? Yeah, it was. I, I think it's a controversial. Mark. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure like people were like a lot of people are like, oh, Super Mario Sunshine sucks ass. Like I don't like that. Yeah. No, I I remember that. I I think it was. One of the first ones that they really kind of broke the mold on a Mario game, you know, and really went out there and did something extremely different. Um, but, yeah, that, that game was awesome for sure. 
All right, so what's number five, sir? My number five, and this is this is gonna be kind of weird, but um, it's Barbie. I don't back I don't think most people most people wouldn't throw this game in their top five, but um, my number five is actually Rocket League. No way. Yes, sir. Really? I mean, I get it. You, you spent a shit ton of time on that. We both have. That's the thing. Like, uh, for me, the reason Rocket League makes this list for me is because I never really get tired of it. Yeah, I take <gasps> breaks from it. Same. So, uh, for me to come back to this game repeatedly, you know, after two years, I've just been playing it uh, fairly constantly. I have a ridiculous amount of hours in it. I I meant to check and I forgot to how many hours I actually have in this game. But mm-hmm. um, normally, I wouldn't put a a, a game that relies on you know matchmaking and things like that into my top five list just because right. that's not generally where I have the best experiences. But Rocket League has been a consistent game that I have played over and over yeah. and over and just dumped a stupid amount of hours into. So and, easy to play and jump into it. Yeah, and it's it's the easy to easy to play, hard to master kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And I absolutely just adore this game, and every time I play it, I can feel myself you know picking up a new skill or this and that Mm -hmm. the the ceiling on it is just so high and uh so (laughs) and i'll actually have some honorable mentions because this was my my number four and number five spot or spot actually were very difficult for me because i could not figure out where i wanted what you don't want same i was like i i don't want this to represent that it's like my least favorite of my favorites because it felt like it's like i'm putting this last place but it's like okay I have to rank them, but I don't want to. I don't want to upset Super Mario Sunshine. Right. <laughs> that makes any sense. Yeah. No. I I completely understand. This was. Yeah. And this is um, these lists like this. We've talked about doing this for a while now. It was just a matter of. Yeah. And you texted me. And you're uh, like, holy do, shit! I'm having trouble. There's, there's like no news. Like, and we had talked about doing this as like mini sods or something like that. But um, the the door was open for us considering there was no news and I didn't want to just, you know, report on stupid news nobody gives a shit about just to have something to show. So this was kind of that perfect gateway Whoa, to get in there and kind of do this. Pe- people would care about the <laughs> update going to Family Guy, another freaking mobile game. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Come but on. I thought this was uh, a fitting kind of uh, opening to maybe a little side series here occasionally. Oh, for sure. We're definitely going to do a side series like definitely by genre awesome. and stuff like that. For yeah. sure. I want to do like a, on the YouTube channel eventually, I'd love to do something where like we pit two games against each other and be like, no. Like, so oh, example boy. would be like, you know, Wind Waker <laughs> is better than, you know, Skyward Sword. And be like, no. You know, and we just kind of give our points. <laughs> we debate on it. You wouldn't get an argument from me on that one. But <laughs> I gave a really bad example, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of I gave a, like the worst a shit example, example, but I, I got My you. Bad. I got you. Yeah. Uh, all right, buddy. Hit me with your number four here. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm maybe number we'll four see. is a Zelda game Ooh. in the series. What game do you think that is? Uh, knowing you, I am actually now. going to say, oh, you're going to, you're going to throw me for a loop here. Careful huh? now. Um, I am going to say that Wind Waker. No. No? No. Really? No. Link to the Past. Uh, that, that was my, fourth my second game. guess. So. so, incredible 
uh, story. I was locked into this game as a kid on the SNES when playing it. Uh, I had an SNES at my house for a long time before um, we were able to get, like, I, I never even had, I never had an N64 growing up as a kid. It's crazy. So Never, really. Yeah, so basically we either rented it from, like, the video game store or whatever mm-hmm. in town, like, from the Blockbuster in town or whatever. We rented it for, like, a couple weekends or whatever, but I had an SNES with, like, a ton of games um, that my Uncle Dan had given you know, my dad or whatever um, for us. And I played the shit out of A Link to the Past. Um, and I was so hooked on that as a kid. Um, I think I love the art style in it. It's so cool um, how it's kind of like a top-down, like, weird, like, angled kind of view um, the entire mm-hmm. game. I think the enemies are wicked cool. The power-ups are awesome. The dungeons are fantastic. The puzzles you have to solve are great. Um, and just every time I just remember, like, you know, the music and you see, like, the three shitty kind of semi 3d-ish triangles come flying in um back on the snes when they're just pixelated and it's just like a you know video um but yeah i was absolutely hooked on that and fun fact a link to the past is the seventh best-selling super nintendo uh game 4.6 million units sold really yeah so i'm not alone on that it's my number four um it brings back no it's absolutely a a beloved game i would i would love for them to and i know that there's parts of the zelda like storyline that have been recreated from a link to the past or like kind of fall in that gray area in between it i would love to see a remake Mm -hmm. like out nintendo nintendo if you're (laughs) out there hear me out hear me out (laughs) remaster this it doesn't have to be in 3d it could just be, you know, a little extra more color in some of the pixels. Maybe maybe a little bit more detail. It could be the same fucking game. Don't care. Put it on a Switch. It would be awesome. We'll love you forever. Though. I would love to see Zelda Link to the Past make its way to... I know it's the Nintendo Entertainment System, like for Nintendo Switch Online, that library. But I would love to see it make its way back. That's an SNES title. Yeah. Let's do it. Just do it. Please. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. That's my number four. So you think that you think that's decent enough? No, absolutely, a hundred percent. That I is mean, Wind a Waker, fantastic game. I had written Wind Waker down originally. I figured you might have because I've heard you talk about it. And then, oh, I mean, Tingle is God. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, you know, I've <laughs> I wrote down Wind Waker first, and then I ended up putting Link to the Past because I, I I just I, it's a I mean they're they're almost dead even for me honestly. I think Wind Waker is a fantastic yeah. Zelda game, and that's another I, maybe I I feel like I, I'm more on the like with Super Mario Sunshine. That was a, a very controversial like Mario game, and then you know Wind Waker itself too. For some people, some people hated it. Some people yeah. love it. I don't know how you could hate Wind Waker. When Wind it. Waker first came out, it was very hated because it was extremely different from anything they've done or had done before. Well, they had done um, Ocarina before, and it's like, how do you? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> good luck. It was <laughs> right. How do you top that? You know. <laughs> but and it, uh, there's been a few Zelda games that have received some some pretty uh, big backlash right off the get-go and then yeah. looking back on them everybody's like okay no yeah. never mind that that was amazing like yeah. even that, the most recent Wind Waker one was uh, yeah there was, there was a for the little bit stuff. yeah yeah which whatever but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think uh, Wind Waker is a fantastic game but I also think A Link to the Past is just amazing oh my so. god it's fantastic alright man hit me with your number four my number four is Borderlands 1. No way. Absolutely one of 
obviously one of my favorite games. But uh, No way. <laughs> I played through that game, I can't even tell you how many times. Um, that was at a, a time when me and Amber had just moved out and we're kind of starting on our own. And um, so going out and purchasing new games wasn't really an option. I mean, um, and so I I, I played through Borderlands and I had the DLC and Mm -hmm. I would play through with, you know, one of each character and then I'd add a different character and play through completely differently and just, and the complete just overall amount of guns and grenades and everything else that you could do uh, or get, you know, the, the RNG aspect of it, it was just, awesome for me i loved it every time you got something it was different than what you already had and uh borderlands 2 was awesome too don't get me wrong i loved the hell out of that game as well but borderlands 1 has uh a special place in my heart which a lot of this list has more nostalgic reasons behind it than anything else these are games i look back fondly upon um based on you know where i was in my life or what was going on or i but none of them are inherently bad games either. I mean, they, they're they all games that um, a lot of people tend to love, but that's not really why I love them. I have my own reasons for them, but uh, Borderlands absolutely kind of, to me, it has this timeless effect to it as well. You know, the, the, the way they styled the game, it doesn't... I, I could go back and play it right now and not feel like I'm playing a game from, you know... 10 years ago or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I think, uh, they definitely set that series up to just kind of last. And, uh, I, I'm really hoping that we hear about a borderlands three here soon. Um, I know they're working on one, but, uh, nothing has really been announced so far. So, uh, yeah, I think that game will always hold a, a special place for me. And I've, had nothing but fun in that game regardless of uh, a lot of my friends not really caring for it so nice that's fine i'll play it by myself whatever i don't need you sweet uh <laughs> my number three game this is gonna this is gonna shock you you ready hit me red dead redemption 2 really yes absolutely i have not picked up a game and i'm, I'm even talking about grand theft auto 5 in this instance, mm-hmm. like I have not picked up a game, played it, and been hooked on it like I have with Red Dead 2 since it's come out. And for I love Western movies. Um, oh, yeah. I used to watch them with Grandpa all the time. And uh, it, I mean, it's it's like playing a Western movie. Um, this sounds really cliche, but it's also like just the sheer amount of detail, the sheer amount of things that you can do. And like, I don't get bored. Like normally when there's like a hunting, you know, uh, mechanic in the game or whatever, like I'd be like, okay, cool, whatever. Like I'm never going to do that. I did that. Like I spent, um, like last time I played it, I spent like a, like two hours just going around trying to find like legendary animals to hunt. And I would have never done that, but it's because this game has perfected so many things. Uh, this game, the fishing in this game, I fished for like an hour in this game, and and I would never, I would never do that. The storyline is incredible. The graphics are incredible. Every part of it. No, not once have I sat there and played this game and been like, okay, I just want to get this mission over. Like it's right. like every single time I'm I'm doing the mission, it's like a nail biter. I'm trying to figure out where we're going next. I find myself like constantly racing my head, like, okay, cool, like. Sweet. So, you know, we just dragged this old lady down the stairs and 
burned her house down. Like, where are we going next? Like, where is this story going next? Okay, cool. We just fed this guy to an alligator. Great. Where are we going next with this? You know, I'm in the city now. When do we get out west? What does west look like? You know, all these different things. And it just, uh, I mean, I, I, I haven't had that from a game in, in, in years. Years. Yeah. I contemplated putting that game in there as well. Um, just absolutely like I, I don't think there's amazing. even amazing I don't think there's a game from this generation of, of console that like that that launched on this like because Grand Theft Auto 5 launched on you know 360 and PS3 technicality um, I don't think there's any game that's launched on this system like this generation of systems that has done what Red Dead has done for me like at no, all I, I mean if I had I, Spider-Man maybe but even then I, I, it's like I I don't think so. Like just Red Dead, and it's not the hype machine. Like just straight up, this game is just pure genius, pure gold. Like I expect this thing to yeah. just sweep at the Game Awards. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm on board with you, buddy. I think I completely agree that Red Dead is probably one of my favorite games from this mm. generation. Yeah, um, and I put it third because I, I contemplated being like, okay, cool. Did I put like fourth? Did I put a fifth? But I put it third only because of the sheer amount of stuff that you can do. Like, I, I need to be honest with myself. Like, Link to the Past is fantastic. However, um, you know, I you can't do as much as you can do in Fred Dead. Like, there's not right. that much replayability to it. It's not that long. Um, the stuff afterwards. So I, I think it deserves at least my top three favorite games of no, all time. I agree. Hell yeah, man. That's what about awesome. you, my friend? What's your number three? Uh, coming in at number three for me is Pokemon Blue version. Okay. I, I thought about putting Pokemon in my list. I'm going to give it away. Yeah. I don't have any Pokemon in my list. I thought about it, but I just, I don't know. It, I, I I almost didn't. and I didn't include any just, handheld stuff. I just Yeah. This is another one that I just added in because of the nostalgia, I think. I, oh, yeah. This was one of the first games I ever got my hands on, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I played, like, some of the old school, like... So you uh, said blue? Blue. Okay. Yep. And there's so many um, like yellow. It's crazy. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I, I played blue um, pretty much exclusively, I think. Wow. I, I did play a little bit of red at one point in time. you say, which, you're the same game, but... Yeah, Everyone no, chose I, red. everybody chose red because Charizard was on there. But yep. no, I had blue because I it was a hand me down. So growing up for me, like my 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 parents were very uh, conservative, and I actually went to a uh, private school, and they did not like Pokemon. They frowned upon it. They hated it, <laughs> and they sent these like awful letters home the right? school and say yeah they uh. sent these letters home talking about pokemon and saying how they're evil and this and that and what the hell and so my parents actually like got rid of anything i had that was pokemon like oh. absolutely just gone and so i got pokemon blue from a cousin and when you like, hide it yeah oh my I had god to, it was like contraband school sounds man. like team rocket <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, Team Rocket disguise. <laughs> Holy crap! Right. Um, so I I just would dump hours upon hours into this game whenever I had the like chance. At night? And 
Like you, you put night, that shitty little like, worm light on. Right, right. And <laughs> I like, or I would, in the back of the car, you know, I'd, I'd like hide behind the seat a little bit and play it. Like, it, and it sounds ridiculous, especially looking back on it as an adult. I'm like, seriously, what, you guys what are, are the games pissed that you off have? about? What are the games that you have that like you, your parents thought that you were probably playing like some shitty like. Dude, I don't even remember. I uh, it was probably something shitty because most, I mean, half the other games at that time were. Oh yeah. And just shit. It was anyway, probably. But. You know what game everybody had that was absolute garbage? Harry Potter. I did not have Harry Potter. I knew I was so not many a kids Harry Potter that had. Person. I wasn't a Harry Potter person either. It was just like everyone's fucking. Like at my school, it's like everyone's fucking parents just decided to go and say, hey, we're all going to buy a Harry Potter game for Game Boy Color for our kids. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's yeah. great. Awesome. Fantastic. By the way, I made the worm light comment. You know what's sad is that people don't even know what that is nowadays. Some kids. Yeah. The worm oh, light, yeah. folks, was a light that plugged into a port that is like specifically a Nintendo port. <laughs> That's so weird. Of course. And it was essentially just an LED on a piece of bendy wire. And they were like, what, they're like 15 bucks, 20 bucks for one? Something crazy yeah, like that. Because they were LED. So it was like, ooh, that was crazy. So yeah, and like, there was didn't waste battery, and they and, were like blue and purple and weird ass colors because everything back then was weird ass colors and translucent. Right. So it's yeah. pretty much the late '90s slash early 2000s, and right. uh, you could bend it. And, and shape the reason it. you had to have those is because there was no backlight. Yeah, on, like no the backlight Game Boy on the Advanced or the Game Boy Colors or anything like that. Like there was no backlight up until what uh, the SP, the Game Boy SP. Uh. Yes, yes. The SP so. was the first one to introduce the backlight, and yeah, it's crazy. So like, no backlight, and you remember like you put the worm light on there, and then like you'd have that stupid fucking circle from the from the LED, yeah, on, on the screen. You'd be like, God, go away. Yeah, Just, oh, if only we could make screens <laughs> that were backlit. Oh, oh my but. god. This, these are the exact reasons that I did throw Pokemon in there because I do have these just consistent memories of this game and talking about it with friends and playing it and just this uh like like i said earlier nostalgia for it and it it will always hold that that special place uh mm-hmm. for me as being a game that uh really got me into gaming of some sort i mean obviously it's a simple simplified you know mm-hmm. uh turn-based strategy type thing but it's, it's like, simplified you know, i think it's i mean i think it's a it's a game that everyone played and i think it was just a fantastic game. oh yeah yeah and i mean obviously it it has withstood the test oh, of time yes beyond belief so. it's more popular than ever um, i almost didn't throw it in here just because it seemed so cliche you know <laughs> like yeah. oh we're well, gaming podcast hey, I, I'm i thought about pokemon it. blue i thought about <laughs> it but um for me i guess my, my top pokemon it's not, there's no pokemon on my list but my top pokemon is pokemon gold i yeah. mean I, I spent a crap ton of time in pokemon gold See, and I actually almost did uh, Pokemon Ruby instead of Pokemon Blue, but that I was think a good Pokemon one too. Blue was just because it that was, was so, good. Uh, so early on and in, uh, in one I, of the first games I played. I had Ruby, I had Emerald, and then I went back and bought Omega Ruby. Really? Yup. Hell yeah. Dude, Ruby is fantastic. Ruby is that, one of my favorites. That that uh, section in the, in the Pokemon timeline is fantastic. Like yeah. the fact that you get emerald and you can get like Rayquaza. Oh my god! Yeah, Woo. and the other and reason that that gold. handheld game actually made it into my list is because my parents we didn't have uh, a gaming console probably until mm-hmm. I was a little bit older. I was I was probably about 
10 or so nine or ten yeah so we we had a we had a game boy and mm-hmm. I, I mean like i'm talking like an original game boy yeah and uh that was where i played a lot of different games and and that was really my first exposure to it at home i mean other than uh, if i went to a friend's house we'd play or whatnot and i i mm-hmm. obviously end up getting a console later on yeah um, but that that's the only reason a handheld game actually made it into my list. So yeah, first exposure to me for video games was the SNES, and then, like I said, mm-hmm. I didn't have an N sixty four, but I had a Game Boy Color as a kid. Um, yeah. Then when I was able to with paper wrap money, I went back and bought an N sixty four. Played a bunch of games <laughs> later <Right>. on, but <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it worked out. So all right, cool. Um, my number two, I think you could guess this. I, I think yeah. listeners should guess this from past podcasts. Oh, yeah. I know what it is. Mario Kart Double Dash. Yes, sir. Oh, hell yes. People would be like, well, number two, it's a racing game. It's it's not a racing game. It's the, the racing game. <laughs> Throw away everything you know about racing games. Mario Kart Double Dash is the absolute best Mario Kart ever made. I will stand by it till I'm blue in the face. It is fantastic. The, the change-up and dynamic change-up of, of the Mario Kart franchise when two people were introduced on the same cart. So you could have, like, a you know, a, 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 you know AI on the back of your cart, and that's fine, or you can just switch and have to choo- choose. But it, it led to some crazy moments where you had a ton of items being thrown around. And then the best part was, uh, you know, teaming up with my brother or whatever in the same cart, and we're on the same fucking cart. One person's driving, one person has to take over driving. You're drifting everywhere. The drifting felt fantastic in that game the items were simple but there was also some special items that were great there were some broken items i'm looking at you chain chomp <laughs> but um and the koopas because um, you got so many fucking shells but it was the man the cups are fantastic everything's just great i so 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 badly want nintendo to recreate double dash and bring that back or bring back that mechanic of having two uh players in the same cart, the same yeah. time, or just the option to you know side by side split screen. Like I, I honestly, dude, it was it's oh, it's so good. It is such a good. I'm literally looking for a GameCube to then play Double Dash again. It's that good. Well, just get a Wii. <sighs> I don't want to be though. I want to keep it. I want to get the consoles. I want all the consoles. Dude, you can find a GameCube for like twenty bucks on eBay. <laughs> Right, but I want like pristine. I want like pristine GameCube, pristine oh, Mario Kart Double Dash disc, <laughs> Double Dash disc. Oh, the best, the best uh, map in Double Dash DK Mountain, where you shoot yep. out of a barrel on top of a volcano, and then oh man, I mean it just what a great game, what a great game. That's my number two. Any rebuttals to that or no? No, absolutely not. I I figured that would be in your list. I know your uh, your love for that, and that is my favorite Mario Kart game. I think it's a lot of people's. Um, and right? I, Am I, wrong I really on that? don't understand. Uh, no, I bet you're right. I bet you're right. Okay. Um, but I, I don't understand why Nintendo has not gone back to that I mechanic. I don't know. If you I look at all the systems, out, there's no reason why Double Dash should have been on GameCube. Just a normal fucking Mario Kart should have been on GameCube. And now all the yeah. systems that they've done in the past have been party-based fucking systems. Right. With numerous and people. And they still won't put and a Double Dash on it. Reggie, 
Make the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Make the game, oh, Reggie. God. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> I just I don't get it. It would have been fantastic on the Wii. Fantastic. Oh yeah. Absolutely. On the Wii U, everything sucked on the Wii U, but it could have sucked less. <laughs> on the Switch, imagine bringing that back instead of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, aka DLC. Dude, what if the next iteration of Mario Kart has it? Because the Switch is it, the Switch is absolutely perfect for it. No, I know. There is I'll shit my pants. Absolutely no reason it should not be on the Switch. No, I'll be there. I'll be there on launch day. I'll be there camping yeah. out ready. Like I'll, I'll be, be right there all with over you, that buddy. thing. Man, and if they did online for that, ooh, shit. Oh, shit. Here's the one thing that Mario Kart has never done, and I feel like if they did it, and it's, it's like it's a total common sense thing. You imagine a track editor? Yeah, so I like don't. You take the Mario Maker system that they've that they've used before, right. and you apply it to like Mario Kart, mm-hmm. um, and you can have community tracks. I mean, that'd be insane. I'm that sure they just don't want to awesome. do it. Like, I mean, I'd be okay with just like if you could only make like a rainbow road. I'd be okay with that. I don't yeah, even care. At least it's something, dude. I I think that would be an awesome mechanic for him to throw into the next iteration. Like yeah. the community loves to make these crazy tracks and uh, yeah. or not tracks, but worlds for like Mario Maker. Like I I can only imagine what they would come out with for tracks for a a, a new Mario Kart. That'd be amazing. So um, fucking cool. I will say to anyone out there who is like, man, you know what? What would Double Dash look like nowadays? You know, or how can I get the best experience? I'm not recommending it because it is semi-illegal, but you can use something called... Is this going to be like the dosing thing? No. <laughs> Don't do this, but this is how you do it. Um, no, there's an emulator called Dolphin. Um, I think yeah. it's pretty well known. Um, you yeah. can use you know emulation. You can get it going 60 frames a second um, and, and get it up also um, and create uh, you know, an HD version or... You know, an upraised at best HD version of, of Double Dash um, on your PC. So anyone out there that's like, hey, like, what's that like? I can tell you, it's uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. Also on your iPhone or Android, you can use Dolphin as well. So like, yes. if you got a Galaxy or whatever, you can play Double Dash on it. So, oh man, wow, we need Double Dash. Yeah, I'm looking at photos yeah, of it right now. Oh. Damn, bro. The banana, the big-ass banana that goes down, and then you hit it, and it hits other bananas. That mm-hmm. fucking bridge. That bridge was hell. That fucking oh bridge God. DK Mountain. Oh, my God. I have been knocked off of that bridge so many times. Just ridiculous Ugh. amount of times. God damn it. And then the damn other it. bridge. Fuck bridges, man. The other bridge, the mushroom bridge course. Where you're like, yeah, I can hit the, I can, I can ride the top rail of that bridge and get the speed boost. Nope, nope, nope. never gonna happen. You're gonna fall off. I'm still gonna try every fucking time, yeah. but it's never gonna happen. Oh, man, the carts were so good too. I'm just looking through all this stuff. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Sorry, anyways, go ahead. What's so your good. number two? No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta guess what my second or what my number two is. Oh shit, man, probably Ocarina of Time. Nope. Um, wait, let me Super get one more. Sp- oh, okay. Well. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there I, we go. I didn't know if you were going to go for a second one or not. No, it's fine. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee. Okay, yeah. I See, I, I thought about putting that on my list. Um, I did not. I am so glad that there is no way to track how much time I put into this game. 
because it is an absolute shitload of time and probably my most is it more than game Rocket League? Of, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like an instant yes? Like Absolutely. not even a questionable yes. Nope. Not even a fucking question. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I played this game so much. I mean, uh growing up, you know, in the summers and stuff, I'd I have to go to a babysitter and we would play it for like hours a day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. And it was a game that I had one friend, and he also went to the same babysitter, that could beat me. I had no one, nobody else that I grew up with, nobody else that I knew could beat me in this game, except for this one guy. And we would go back and forth on who won. Um, uh, as a kid, I could take on three max-level computers and generally win... I mean, put them all on the same team just versus me. Like, it was ridiculous how much I played this game. I'm sure that's not all that impressive. But as a child, like, I was pretty impressed. So. <laughs> but I I absolutely adore this game. I am stupid excited to play Smash again. I have not really played a Smash since probably Brawl because I did not have a Wii U. And I got it on the 3DS, but it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Or, and I actually have the 2DS. It, it just doesn't feel right. I don't care for it. Um, so for Smash Bros. Ultimate to come out, I am stupid excited. I, I am so ready to jump back into this game and just pour time into it to uh, knock some of the rust off because it's been a while. But uh, the, I, like I said, I, I'd hate to see how much time I actually put into this game. It is way way too much <laughs> damn son that's a lot Sir. of time i see i didn't i didn't put ma- i didn't put any smash on mine because i don't know it's kind of weird but the reason why i like smash is because it's based on other games that i played that i liked do you know what i mean so that's it's fair. like yeah. like the characters within it so i'm like okay i think i mean it's definitely in my top 10 easily melee like yeah. that's uh, melee is fantastic um i think it's the best smash ever made I think that's the reason I came to the Super Smash Bros. series. Like, and I remember playing it on N64. And don't get me wrong, that's that's uh, an amazing game. Garbage as well, compared to Brawl. I know, but it, it was it was revol- right. Yeah, it was revolutionary though. But um, yeah, Melee will always well unless Ultimate takes that spot. But it'll it will be my favorite uh, Smash Bros. game. The um, um, did you like Brawl or no? Um, it was okay. Uh, I remember playing quite a bit of it, but uh, the obviously they they slowed down um, fighting in that game. Everything was a little bit kind of slower, a little bit more floaty. Um, melee was just fast paced chaos all the time, mm-hmm. and it, it's pretty well known that melee was uh, a lot faster paced. Um, but from what I understand, that uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, it's kind of supposed to bridge the gap between the two and kind of meet somewhere in the middle. And uh, I'm just so excited for this game. <laughs> uh, Melee is just... It, I actually... I also do not recommend this. It's my turn for that little disclaimer. But uh, I actually tried to... I think this is shut down now, but there was a modded version of melee yes that, that had like family guy characters in his shit uh i didn't i didn't go after the one that had that uh this one was project x um 
and it was oh, sorry, it was a modded version of Brawl that was supposed to feel more like Melee, but it added some characters and did some of the other things, and um, it, it was called Project X, I believe. I think they changed it at one point in time, mm. and so I went through all the hoops and everything that I had to do to try to play that, and I ended up failing. I, I mean, I spent like two days trying to get this to work, and mm. I even have copies of Melee. I have two copies of Melee because I thought I lost one as a kid, and I ended up finding it um, later on. So I actually have uh, two copies of my second favorite game. <laughs> all right, man. So number one for me... Do you want to make a this guess is, here? Or do you have no idea? I have a guess, yes. But I, I could be way wrong. What's the guess? Earthbound? Way wrong. Oh, I do have man, a pillow I, of that that's in my top ten. I know. That's why I, I was thinking. Earthbound pillow in my office, you, yes. So this one is absolutely going to make people go, what the hell? And not know what to do. So... I am so interested. My number one game is Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. Oh, Hands shit. I knew that. Down. God damn it. So let me tell you about this for a second. Back in the day when kids ate cereal, because <laughs> kids don't eat cereal anymore, apparently. That's all I ever fucking hear on the news. Like, especially Dude, like when I'm trading stocks, all I ever hear is Kellogg sales are down. Kids don't eat cereal. When kids <laughs> ate cereal, Kellogg's and General Mills, generally General Mills, would reward children by putting games in the cereal boxes. These were games yep. like Zoo Tycoon. I think it was primarily a deal with Atari. If I'm yeah, it, it was I'm, yeah, it was Atari. Okay, for sure. so they did a deal with Atari, and basically you could see the disc in in, in the, like on the box on the outside of the box because the way the disc was put in there, like on the Cheerios mm-hmm. box. And I grew up. Like I, I fucking, clear little dude, I, cut out in the yeah. front of it. Oh yeah. I, I, let me tell. I fucking love Honey Nut Cheerios. Like that shit's Honey my Nut jam. Cheerios was oh. was your jam, huh? Oh my god, yeah, dude. I wasn't allowed really sugary cereal. Mm-hmm. I had crazy ADHD, so um, but, <laughs> it was terrible. Fucking shocker. Still is. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So uh, I remember going to the grocery store in the small town that I that I lived in and my dad had my dad had literally just got a Windows ninety eight PC. Um and, and Windows like ninety eight had, had had come out, I think it was like a year old. And he had mm-hmm. just got this like white box computer or whatever. And we lived in a real small small farming town and we moved from the city there when I was young. And like the internet was not a fucking thing. Like we did not right. have internet until like I'm pretty like halfway through us having like Windows XP. We didn't have internet. Yeah. And TV, we didn't have TV like for a couple of years as well because that's how like where we're at in Canada. And mm-hmm. um, we went to the to the grocery store and I saw that there was um, games in in like the Honey Nut Cheerios stuff. And I fucking begged my dad to buy the brand name Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm like, you gotta you gotta buy this. I mean, I didn't sound like this. I wasn't sounding like I was pitching them. Like, I'm like six years old. I'm like, you got to buy this. So fucking buy this, Dad. You got to buy this. You got to buy the brand name shit. There's a game fucking in there. Fucking buy it, Dad. Right. No, so um, I eventually swayed him because I'm like, hey, this is a game. And, like, you can play this on your computer, right? And because he, like, back then, adults were buying computers. And, like, they didn't even know what the fuck to do with them. Like, people were just being, like, right. buying computers. And, like, hey, I, I got a computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, I can paint on it. 
and it's I, I like very much remember those years. Yeah, yes. well, I mean, people were just buying shit, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, our our family has a computer." It's like back when, like, I'm assuming it's akin to like when the microwave came out, and the microwave came out, and everyone bought one, and then they're like, "Well, shit, we can't even fucking use this because everything's wrapped in lead." there's no there's no you know like humanity had to catch up to the very thing that came out so right i remember taking this box of cheerios home and like i fucking held this thing in our dodge grand caravan when my dad drove home and i'm like i'm not fucking let go this thing and i got home i ripped the fucking box open and just grabbed the disc out and i ran downstairs and i put that thing in there and I, i i just got lost in the world like I, I it was the first game it's the first pc game that i ever played and it was the first simulation game that i ever played like a sandbox simulator game yeah. and I, I can't even tell you how many times or how many hours sorry i've, I've put into roller coaster tycoon 2 specifically number two um i honest to god i owe chris sawyer like my childhood He's the creator of the Roller Coaster Tycoon like franchise and series. Mm-hmm. Honestly, dude, that made me actually like, you know, where I grew up is like like a half hour drive or like thirty five minute drive to like a fucking Walmart. So like or like forty minutes to go to like the movie theater. Like I grew up with nothing around me, so I played that game, and it was just a way for me to like I don't know, just escape and and just do something I love. I love roller coasters. I love theme parks. I'm a huge theme park nerd. You can ask me like any question on an amusement park in like a state. Like I'm talking about the whole fucking United States and I can tell you like what general, like what's their top coasters at it. I know fucking manufacturers of roller coasters, everything from this game. Like I could probably go work at a fucking amusement park. Could probably go work for Disney tomorrow and fucking know what I'm actually talking about when it comes to like the rides and shit because of this game. (laughs) I'm not like seriously, this brought me into a community like as a kid, I was, I think, like, 12 years old, and I had had the game for a little while, and I had the game, and I entered, like, into competitions online on, like, forums for, mm-hmm. like, theming parks, so, like, creating themed parks, and I created a park based off of an amusement park um, that's similar to, like, a Cedar Point almost. Um, mm-hmm. It's owned by Cedar Point now, but it's called Canada's Wonderland. And it had like this massive mountain in the center of it, and it has like all these roller coasters and stuff all around it and shit like that. And I made that, and I put it up at like twelve years twelve years old on like a site, and I fucking won awards for the thing on like a forum. Like I got voted on and Damn. shit, and like the amount of hours I poured into, I have all my save files. I recreated Disneyland in Roller Coaster Tycoon Two, like fucking building for building. Like I would just That's start unreal. going to different. Yeah, I would just start researching as a kid, different like. Um, amusement parks that I'd never been to, never fucking been to, but wish that one day I would, I'd be able to go. And, um, you know, not a lot of these amusement parks were in like the United States, right? Other than Canada. Um, and so, you know, there's just like, I'm not, you know, unless I'm going to visit, you know, like Indiana beach and South bend, I'm never going to be able to see or ride that roller coaster, right. Or be able to, you know, see that park. And I'm like, what, what yeah. are the odds of me ever living in Indiana? Well, here we are. Uh, anyways, <laughs> you know, life has its way, but, um, yeah, like I would, I would escape and I would basically be like, okay, cool. So like I'd learn about some new amusement park through like uh, themeparkreview.com or like some theme park and roller coaster podcasts that I still listen to, to this day. Um, and I would hear about these things and be like, man, that's cool. So I'd start like researching them and crazy. And then I start mm-hmm. recreating them, 
like in the game and like building for building and like I'd start mapping out like I'd, I'd go find like an above and this is before like Google Maps or like right when Google Maps was just coming out I'd go and find like a satellite image I'd fucking print it out and then literally I would like with a ruler I would put like squares down on top of that map and I'd be able to section and segment it out onto the plot of land because everything was done in, in squares in really Cursed Taken 2 <laughs> so then I was able to make a scale a scalable version of it so I was able to know that like okay cool like this building on the Google Maps thing takes up you know four or five squares you know that means that on my scale it can only take up you know two squares or, or you know like this amount of squares because one square right. would represent like four or something in game so I got real fucking nerdy with it but that game was That's my crazy. childhood and that game to this day I still play I fucking played that game the other day did like, you? I still played it. Yeah, there's a there, for anyone who wants to who who played that game as a kid because there's I mean it was one of those games that like everyone's played a roller coaster yeah, tycoon absolutely. game one time or another, and there at least is, from our generation, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's uh, like a a group of, a community that built um, RCT two online. So like there's online servers where you can come in and like people create their own roller coasters and then like you're in this giant plot of land and you create your own stuff and like people build parks together and stuff like that. And you can load up like user community stuff and there's like more mods and stuff. And that's that's where I really started getting into computers as well is um, I started actually making like mods for the game. Like like for Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, I started making items like dat files that people could download online and use so like i made like a different color of a bench i made like different colored like street like street lamps and stuff like that and then i started getting into like mm -hmm. making actually like different design lights because i didn't like the fucking lights that were in the game <laughs> so that's how i kind of <laughs> got into like video games and like designing them and, and 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 building stuff and and really like honestly my start for like programming and stuff like that even though that's more you know asset creation but um right. I mean, it, it, it helped me. Like, I found out how to, you know, put mods in the game. I found out, like, folder structure through that game. I learned a ton of shit. I learned about, you know, what different folder extensions mean within a game and how you can mess with them. Um, tons of stuff. Like, that, that thing taught me a shit ton of things. And I think a lot of people, like, games teach you all the time, right? Different things. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a, a, a period of history, um, you know, giving some sort of a, a, a point or motive to the game to make you think that game did it all for me. And it taught me another nerdy thing. It taught me how to like, you know, kind of like business management, like money management to some extent yeah. too, because most of the scenarios of the game is you have to pay off debt and then, you know, create, you know, a positive revenue stream for your park. And increase you know population so you got into marketing as well as revenue streams and paying down debt debt allocation and it just created and basically i mean you can call it microeconomics i guess um on a small scale but yeah it taught me a ton of shit so i've went too long on this but this is fucking fantastic buy roller coaster tycoon 2 roller coaster tycoon 3 was shit yeah yeah <laughs> that was absolutely. what atari did to roller coaster tycoon 3 was a fucking abomination yeah they made everyone look like idiots. All the characters look like idiots in it. They're like, "Oh, you can ride a roller coaster. That's fucking great. I don't care. Like, I didn't need to ride the own the thing. Like, everyone like had a boner for that. Like, oh, you can ride what you finally made, and I get it. But at the same time, like, you took it and you made it this 3D thing, and it was just poo. It was absolute poo. You couldn't. 
I don't just just the art style of Roller Coaster Tycoon Two is <laughs> fucking incredible, and oh my god, if they brought something back like that, I would be so happy. But they're never going to. Everyone's moved on to three D stuff now. I'm so sad. Yeah, Planet Coaster is a good substitute. But yeah. I. So my number one, <laughs> I, it, it's not going to be nearly as life changing as yours was. This game fucking changed my life. It bro. didn't completely define me, but uh, do you have any guesses as to what my number one is? Ocarina of Time. No. Uh, hold on, one more. Um, I will not say it until you shit. tell me I can say it, because <laughs> I don't want to cut you oh, off here. Oh shit! Hold on. I think I've got. Just wait a second. I, I think right. I've got I'm an waiting. idea. I'm waiting. Our listeners are waiting. Is it something in the Fire Emblem series? No. Nope. Is it... Oh, shit. What's the one with the sun? I haven't even played that. The, the sun. Okay, I don't know. Go for it. The Legend of Zelda. Ooh. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Oh, God. You got a fucking tattoo of that. I have a fucking tattoo of that. And it, it is the one and only <laughs> Zelda video game tattoo. Zelda in the video game, yeah. <laughs> the rest are the superheroes. the one and only yeah, uh, <laughs> video game tattoo that I will ever get. And you just got it. Yeah, I got it earlier this year. God damn. You know what? That's or, great too. No, how shit, would you I think it was last year? How but yeah. you know what? Like we can go more in depth into it, but if you had to organize Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask, honestly those sound like the three that we would I mean Link yeah. to the Past obviously fits in there for me, but like that's kind of the three that we kind of rear how would you sort those? Obviously Majora's Mask first. Uh, my list would go Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, and then Wind Waker. And that's nothing against Wind Waker. Um, that's just how much I love those right. two N64 games. And mine, mine would go... Oh, shit. Mine would probably go... If it's those three, mine would go Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, and then Ocarina of Time. Okay, yeah. It's broke the internet. People are like, Ocarina's not number two or number one. <laughs> the hell's the matter with you? Yeah. I think it's me, a great game, guys. I just, I think uh, uh, there's some better ones. Yeah. So the the reason Majora's Mask is so just high up on my list it is, uh, aside from Pokemon Blue, it is probably the first game that I sat down and went through and just got completely lost in the world like uh, playing through that game especially because i was like shit i was like uh, nine maybe eight or nine i guess when i got that Mm -hmm. um i think it was nine and uh this this was a game that at the time you know the the remake allowed you to kind of it gave you hints as to where to go and things like that and as a kid, in the original version, there wasn't any of that. It was uh, very much a game that you could figure some stuff out by yourself, but at that age, I could not 
wrap my head around where to go next or what to do. You know, I, I, I got, I could do a lot of it, but there was certain things like I, and it, it was something that I spent a lot of time trying to figure out before I ever turned to like a walkthrough. But, um, I did eventually have to go through to a walkthrough for that game. Um, as a lot of people did their first time through because it was just this bizarre like crazy out there like you gotta go track down the postman and follow him around for two days out of your three days that you get and then you have to do this 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 stand on your head and hope the wind blows right like just (laughs) crazy bizarre stuff that uh was so intriguing and so fascinating as a kid and even now i i still absolutely adore this game obviously and um like i said you know my parents were kind of against video games um in a way growing up and then when i was about nine my parents not to go into a a sob story but it, it explains why this game is where it is um but my my parents split and so of course when your parents split the um they try to <laughs> kind of they want you to love them more they try right, to fucking you know? win you over right so my my mom went out and bought a gamecube because this is around the time oh, you know gamecube it, this was like mid-cycle gamecube well oh, shit, mom. my dad didn't know anything about video games and neither did my mom i, I just told her what i wanted right and my neighbor was actually selling their n64 so i bought uh, my dad bought the n64 for me and one of the games that they had was the golden cartridge holographic front majora's mask and i started diving into this game and uh, just playing the absolute shit out of it and just throwing myself into this world right and and this is the same reason that melee was in uh number two for me because I was playing both simultaneously even though they were light years apart you know um but uh and mind you my parents are back together now and they have been for years but uh, just to explain why this happened the way it did but um Majora's Mask is just one of those games that the mechanics of it and uh, just the way it worked and collecting the masks and cause I, I, I'm a collector at heart. I like to collect things and I like to, uh, complete collections of sorts. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm a completionist in the way that I need to, if there's things to be collected, I'm going to collect them or I have to do anything and everything I can get my hands on in a game. So, uh, Majora's Mask was really the first time I got to do that. Cause Ocarina of Time, don't get me wrong, is absolutely amazing. And it was revolutionary for what, Ooh, sorry. Uh, for when it, uh, came out, um, speaking of which it is the 20 year anniversary of Ocarina of Time, but, mm-hmm. um, it did not have the collection aspect to it. So the running around and trying to get all these masks, um, so you can, you know, fully beat this game was just amazing and and having that timeline of you got to do it in three days or you have to reset time and then you have to go through it all again uh it was brutal but it was amazing all at the same time and rewarding and uh, so this game is always going to have just this certain like i don't know it's nostalgia but also just amazement to me like i i am absolutely amazed with this game i love it especially since it was you know 
turned around from Ocarina of Time, and they basically used a lot of assets from Ocarina of Time Mm -hmm. and threw it into this new game world, and people shit all over this game when it first came out. Like, they hated it. This was one of probably the most hated uh, Legend of Zelda games, and... Uh, and obviously now that has changed, you know, a lot of people love this game. They're like, oh, I was wrong. This game's great, you know. But at the time, it was just, people were pissed. And uh, for me, I mean, the, this was the game that made me a gamer, I would say. Like, Pokemon Blue did its thing, whatever. But playing Majora's Mask was the, the time that I realized, like, hey, I fucking love video games, and I fucking love games where I have to solve puzzles and I have to think. I don't the mindlessness and things like that. It just don't do anything for me, or they don't. It's just I like the puzzles. I still love pu- games that make you do puzzles and problem solving. And I think to an extent, I think it influenced kind of how. I approach things in real life. I am very methodical in finding the best solution or finding what I need to solve a problem in the best way possible. And um, that I, I I don't know if that's all based upon that game, but I, I do think that that game had some sort of an effect on how I approach problems. And uh, just overall, this game... I mean, when I got the tattoo, my mom even knew, like, hey, no, I understand why you got the tattoo of that game. Like, that game, I I remember you playing that game for years, just going through it. And um, so, yeah, it's the one and only game tattoo I have and will ever get. And uh, it's actually Link carrying the Fierce Deity mask, the Majora's mask, and the Mask of Truth. And I love it. It's so good. Damn Love son. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you. And this is probably terrible for an audio podcast, but I'm gonna send you this photo. <laughs> okay. On Facebook and take a look at that. I want to see your reaction to it. This is oh one boy. of the, this is one of the things I made with a team online, like as a community team. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> right. <laughs> So, like, there was this online contest on this forum back in the day that was, um, you had to choose, like, a, a country, essentially, or, I don't know, origin on Earth um, to uh, map out, and, and you had to put a coaster into it somehow. Um, we ended up putting, like, a, um, well, yeah, no, there's, there's two coasters there? No, one. We put one in there. Um and uh, you had to put a coaster into like a landscape or whatever. So it's like the city of Hong Kong. And then we've got like old Hong Kong in the back and then like a waterfall and shit like that. So crazy shit, man. Nice. Yeah. Terrible for an audio podcast. But yeah, if you could see it, it's really sick. Um, also, um, my, my mistake on the um, it's not RCT2 online. It's called Open RCT2. Check it out. It's an awesome project. Um, it's constantly updated um, like every couple days there's a new build that goes up um so if you want to check it out check it out um technically you can play rct2 free through it however you should support um you know chris sawyer and the team even though it's atari's game technically still to this day uh chris sawyer still gets some money from it and uh you know buy your games 
Uh, it's important. Um, beyond that, we've went through our top five. Um, you know, I guess we'll have to do some some other episodes down the road where we kind of go deeper into like genres, like racing games, shooting games, stuff like that, action adventure games, platformers. Um, but this is great. I mean, I think yeah. when there's slower news periods, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to definitely put these sections in. I think it's something yeah. that I had a lot of fun with. Did you want to go into any of our uh, honorable mentions real quick or not? Nah? Uh, sure. If you got them, go for it. Here. Um, <clears throat> when I w- yeah, I'll go real quickly. Uh, Super Mario World, that was a huge game, you know, growing up. We played the shit out of that at the babysitters. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, another one I had was Destiny 1. Um, I know that's kind of a... Uh, it didn't make my top five solely because there were so many ups and downs in that game of whether I was pissed off about it or loved it. But mm-hmm. when it was good, it was good. And when it was bad, it was bad. So kind of, It was basically an abusive relationship is what it was. Um, and Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, that that's where that Fire Emblem game made it into that, and a lot of Fire Emblem fans are probably shrieking right now um, because Awakening is one that a lot of people actually hate that were already diehard Fire Emblem fans, but that was the first one I played, and um, one of and still to this day, even though I've gone back and played a lot of the older ones and a lot of the newer ones. Uh, it's still probably my favorite. So those were my three uh, real quick honorable mentions. So, did, uh, did you have any? Yeah, honorable mentions for me are um, I'm right there with um, uh, Mario game, but Super Mario 64 um, it was a huge, uh, huge thing for me. Um, Super Smash Brothers Melee, um, like you had mentioned earlier, and another honorable mention. Um, into this is uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Oh, I almost threw that one in there too. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that and Super Mario 64 almost made my list as well. Yeah. Like if we would have done top 10, they would have been in there because I played the hell out of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Well, there that you was go, man. I had on GameCube. It's almost like we like the same games, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know? It's, it's craziness it's almost like we grew up around the same time and, and uh, the same video games it's almost like we started a podcast on video. man we should yeah. start like a podcast on video games or something that'd be kind Who'd of neat. Thought? that'd be kind of weird <laughs> okay cool uh this episode was brought to you by audible uh like i said at the beginning you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash diggity that's d-i-g-g-i-t-y you can get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iphone your android your kindle or your mp3 player you can also follow us on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. We are almost a thousand strong. Last episode I said a thousand and then it went down. So shame on to the people who unfollowed. I hate you. Um, you can follow me on Xbox. Uh, my gamer tag is Maple Jeff. Brody's yours is what? Luscious Brody. Apologies to Lucius Brody. Uh, leave a review. It helps us out a ton. Um, those two things. One, uh, Gets more people listening to Diggity, gets people finding Diggity, because uh, it is so hard in podcast world to be found. Um, and two, it allows you to write a comment to us, so it allows us to make the show better, because we read those comments, and we go, yeah, we might do that. And, uh, and in return, it might make the show a little bit better. Um, so we're always open to ideas. If anyone has ideas, to please DM us on Instagram. Please don't DM us that, uh, you know, sexual things or other 
things of that age. I, I don't really care actually because Brody's kind of the one that mans Instagram. So you know, <laughs> do what you want; it doesn't matter to me. Um, I, I'm in the same boat. I'd I'd rather not receive that shit. Well, hey, that's your duty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that. Uh, before we leave, too, uh, obviously it's Thanksgiving. Um, so I guess something I'm thankful for. Thankful for my wife. Thankful for my family. I'm thankful for friends like you, Brody. Um, thankful we have the podcast and yeah, um, yeah just thankful for basic life stuff and not getting you know focused on I don't know a lot of like material stuff where I'm just focused you know thankful for the basic things I have in life yeah man I got deep I, damn it damn it I gotta say like a dick that. joke or something <laughs> I won't <laughs> what about you what are you thankful for um, Thankful for uh, friends, family, and, uh, you know, a job that allows me to um, not only, you know, buy games and and invest into this hobby, um, but also uh, that I'm able to, you know, start this podcast and and do this, you know, and kind of go through this journey with you. That's uh, it's been a blast and uh, we're not planning on stopping anytime soon. So hell yeah, I thought for sure you're gonna do like the most American thing ever. I'm thankful for family, friends, God, beer, and football. Amen. <laughs> well, I mean, I am thankful for all of those things as well. <laughs> uh, and Captain Morgan Rum. Wee! I'm thankful for Bud Light. Um, yeah, guys. So, hope you guys all have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, and until next time, we will see you for the Tuesday show. See ya. Have a great Thanksgiving.